Welcome to episode nine of the Anime Book Club covering uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure episodes 18 and 19. Matt, how's it going? It's going great as always. Oh man, we're in the land of JoJo's. I have to say, uh, this may be the first time I feel like JoJo slowed down a little in terms for me. For this particular episode or this two? The, these two. Okay, because I, I don't feel that at all about the second one of these two, episode 19. You know what? In retrospect, I, I see where you're coming from because I forget how action-packed everything has been so far. It's been like one episode of another being like, Gee, oh my God, if this goes any, if those go any faster, we're all going to explode. Uh, but you're right though, because in episode 18, I'm going to let you tell us what the title is in just a second. But in this one, it, it did seem like a lot less happened and I hate most of this episode. <laughs> well, maybe it's one that's not as fun to watch, but it'll be fun to talk about. So episode okay. 18 von stroheim's revenge no spoilers no spoilers dead day's demise kainan spoilers god all right so this episode opens uh we're still jojo's still in brain town he's like walking and complaining about his shoulders while refusing to really look into it <laughs> and we cut immediately to the intro which i've now realized it was a stylistic choice to have the characters as silhouettes because a lot of characters are still silhouettes in that i don't think that's going to change I thought you might be right. I have not paid enough attention to know for sure that there's been like character unlocking in a fighting screen or not. I think that some of the ones where it's drawn like manga panels, because some mm -hmm. of them, like people show up and they do not look like the anime. They look like the manga. Like when Smokey pops up in the intro, that looks like manga Smokey, not anime Smokey. Oh, wow. I like anime Smokey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe don't pause the intro. Maybe too don't. <laughs> All right, so let's let's jump into this. After the intro, Lisa Lisa's waiting for the boys to come back home, and it's revealed the secret behind her constantly changing outfits is Susie Q, who's there with two new outfits. Oh god, this felt like a 10-minute scene of Susie Q doing this, though. It it's a long bit. But the most important note I want to make is that Lisa Lisa removes the stone, the super Asia stone, and just casually puts it on a table. Yeah, we already commented. There's like no defense. Like Lisa Lisa seems to be the only defense that they're taking out whatsoever with this stone. And like you said, just puts it on the table. Like a, a seagull could accidentally have taken the stone. What stops the sunlight from hitting that stone while she's got it light out in the middle of the sky? What sets it off? Because all she did was hold it up at a, just the right angle to execute that laser before. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, I think it's just, you have to have it at the exact right angle or something or... Or I guess they have it like stone up. Maybe you have to have it like stone down. Maybe. I'm not sure how that, that it, thing It doesn't works. seem like safety precautions for a super weapon are being taken. Like how is she not accidentally blown her head off sunbathing in that thing? Def definitely seems like a risk. But Susie, mm -hmm. yeah, you're right. We have an extended bit where uh, they have a green a green blouse and a white blouse. And Susie is, is uh, doing her best to decide uh, which of the two dresses Lisa Lisa shall wear. Well, she just strips... <laughs> Yeah, just kind of lets go, I guess. Reveals that she's been going commando the whole time and then steps into her hot bathtub that's in the middle of her room. That, yeah, my first thought is that bathtub water had to be cold. There's no way that's still... She's been there for a while. Yeah, she waited up all night. And that's just, like, it's not a tub in, like, a like a nice bathroom or anything. It's like, it's enclosed. Not like water was running into it. There's no water there. Like, there's no plumbing as far as I can see. It's just... An old style tub. It's poor Susie Q having a haw hot buckets. <laughs> or maybe uh, Masena filled the tub. Maybe that was his job. You know, bless his heart. Well, maybe he's not back yet either. He would have to come back with uh, Caesar. 
Well, he's definitely not back yet. Caesar, he's still with Caesar. Isn't this it? tub is definitely the biggest mystery we've ever been introduced to in this show. Yeah. I also made a note that I thought it was nighttime, but we it soon revealed that uh, apparently the ACDC JoJo fight happened uh, between 5.30 and 6 a.m. Oh, yeah, they do say that. Like, did you even mention that the, the whole bit was with that Suzy Q couldn't decide between these two outfits? I, I just said there was an extended bit. It, I, I, yeah, it's, it's really weird. It's funny. I tried to talk over, like, I was, ah, we can get past this, but it's really like she talks about, like, the debonair style of the white and the green and going back. It goes on for a while. It's not funny at any point of it either. I don't know what they're trying to do. It doesn't reveal anything about her character. Yeah, I, I don't know. For me, I'm so into the idea that Lisa Lisa is constantly changing outfits. For me, this felt like a plot twist reveal. Oh, you were happy. You got your answers. I got my answer. It's like, oh, that's why she's she's constantly changing. She actually has people for that. Uh, we also have uh, piano music that kicks off. I like the piano music that kicks on while Lisa Lisa's getting into her bathtub. It's it's a good it's a good song. In case we hadn't had enough fan service in this series yet. This is yeah. Well, we had so this is something I thought was interesting. Where it's like, if you ever wanted to explain someone what the male gaze was, show the Pillarman scene where it's butts out at wall, <laughs> and then show how they treat Lisa Lisa. Yeah, that's fair. It's like the way that the the scenes are shot, the 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 energy in the room is totally different. It's like if this was ACDC getting in that tub, different energy, different energy. <laughs> oh, we then have uh. And maybe, maybe this is where you and I will have a difference here. Uh, we have a cute little scene where Jojo sneaks up on Lisa Lisa. I mean, uh, Susie Q. Yeah. Uh, and it's revealed that Susie, Susie has completely forgotten, like doesn't recognize Jojo, which I noted was like a funny little inverse of Jonathan and Arena because Jonathan couldn't remember who Arena was after a very short period of time. <laughs> You're right. I forgot about that scene. However, they justify it by saying that she's actually never seen Jojo. However, yeah. I mean, without yeah. the mask, the Bane mask. Which I'm ashamed we didn't even think to call it a Bane no, mask. No, not even once. <laughs> no one cared which Jojo I was until I put on the mask. You haven't seen my real Haman technique. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, but yeah, they have a they have a fun little back and forth. They flirt a bunch. Uh, and we begin this weird thing where like he negs a lot. Oh yeah. He, did he do that in that scene or did that? He says, hey, you got weird lips. But you know, we I, I would have yeah. no problem kissing them weird lips. Yeah, it's Jojo does not really have a lot of charm, but the scene was still kind of cute. I don't know why, but I was really bought for what maybe I don't know what it was, but there's something about it that I just every time they did this, I was I I dove into it. She has a quick moment where she notices that there's a tentacle on Jojo's back, but decides to ignore it, maybe out of embarrassment. Maybe she thinks that's something that's Jojo's deal. <laughs> she don't these are crazy people who train on tibetan tight ropes of some sort oh man yeah she's probably seen some crazy stuff as well <laughs> she's seen the pillar and the people who probably died in the pillar oh my goodness so then she i'm going to say irresponsibly lets jojo know that lisa lisa is bathing in her bathtub in the middle of the room and only says like hey the door is unlocked wait a half hour to go in there she's going to take exactly 30 minutes to bathe mm-hmm Oh yeah, and Jojo finds he finally realizes that uh, he has a relief off his shoulder too. Oh yeah, the the, uh, the brain is gone. The only thing back there is some goo. Yeah, which he doesn't question. He's like, "Oh, I got goo on my back." Oh, and uh, as they part ways, uh, Susie Q turns around to comment that she does find Jojo attractive. Um, she kind of joked that he wasn't. He was uh, 
Oh, she thought that he had weird lips. There we go. I read my note wrong. Hey. The JoJo's got a weird face and he kind of pokes fun at her too. So she begins the insult war, to be honest. I think maybe that's why this one wasn't quite so bad in this scene. It felt like Susie was, in, I keep saying it, it is Susie. Yeah, Susie uh, Q. Sh she was the one in the control of that scene. Yeah, I think because she was the first one to open up with the insults, the fact that it just was like, oh, cool. They like poking fun at each other. This is, this is mm -hmm. God. It, I don't know why. I feel like, like if this was like a hair to the left or the right, I would hate this, but I was a fan of it. It was, it's weird though, because I'm wondering what kind of setup we're getting here. Is this set up for her to be a love interest in the future? Is he going to be this Joe Star's arena? Or were they building it up for just what's about to come? Yeah, are they building it up to the, make her tragically get killed off? You know, like the, the Nazi who we were supposed to care about for two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mark, Mark the Nazi. There we yeah, go. Mark, I remember Mark. Mark the Nazi. Mark, Mark important. Mark the Nazi joins with the. Can we nominate him for Doobie and Donabang? What, like, for like the same amount of caring or what? Like I'm just creating my own little sideshow in my head where it's Mark Mark the Nazi, Donabang the Nazi, and Doobie. Are they starting a band? Yeah. Okay. Start a band. They're living in an apartment. I don't know. What's up with those guys? Watch that sitcom. Exactly. I I no, probably not. Two Nazis and a zombie is not the show I would probably watch. <laughs> I forgot the other one was a Nazi too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was he was barely there. He was he was part of the SS too, so he was a, he was a super yeah. bad Nazi. Uh, we're then reminded that the One Ring has been neutralized. Apparently, he killed ACDC at exact or drank his nose ring at exactly six a.m. and he has six days left to live before Wamu's ring takes him out. Uh, we then get a scene where JoJo's basically says out loud that it's like, man, the info I got I have is way too important to wait for Lisa Lisa's bath. And he does this whole bit thing where he like looks to the camera and goes like, audience, should I do it? Should I do a peeky peek? <laughs> this is where we remember that he's like a 15 year old boy. Yeah, he's 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 got to be like 16 or seven. I guess despite, despite looking like it, like a, in his like young 30s, perhaps I should really verify his age. But yeah, I, I bet he's a teen. He's sub 20. He's definitely sub 20. Yeah. And he acts like an immature teenager. Like that seems to be what he is. It's just he yeah. doesn't. As muscly and bulky as he is, is absurdly like he's like what over six foot two, six foot three. Yeah, he's something. six foot four. He's six foot four, six foot five. Like it's easy to kind of forget that until his attitude tells you otherwise. Exactly. Then we get the most ridiculous thing in the world where Lisa Lisa is sitting ass out on the ring of the tub, like playing with her hair. Mm -hmm. Like there's no way that's comfortable. And and later on in the scene, she's back in the water. So why did she get out for just that brief bit? Because JoJo was looking. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, we then get uh, internet famous JoJo looking at the camera and saying, nice. <laughs> That's a meme I've sent you a couple of times forgetting why he's saying nice. <laughs> I have seen that not knowing its context. And now I almost wish I didn't. I wish I didn't either. And I will probably go back to forgetting it just like I had when I sent it to you those couple of times. Already forgotten. Uh, it's also important to note that uh, Jojo, while he was zoning out earlier, he noticed that Suzy Q was handing a, uh, a, a parcel to a, to a mailboat. I had forgotten to mention that in my notes, but that's important for this part, where while he's still peeping, Suzy Q is now in uh, Lisa Lisa's room once again, standing by the bathtub. He's like, how did she get there so quick? And then I run in my notes, maybe there's two Suzy's. Is this Suzy Z? Yeah. This is a dumb joke. I'll move on. Yeah. Anyway, Jojo notices that the doorknob that he had just stuck his face into is covered in slime, and he had somehow missed that. 
I feel like you could do like a, an obscene joke here, but I'm not good enough to do it. Oh God, no, man. Yeah. Let's avoid that as best we can. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lisa Lisa then notices that Susie Q is covered in slime. So everyone's very slime blind in this episode. It's a ton of slime. Like she is dripping like she got like she's in Ghostbusters or something. And I'm about to hate almost the entire rest of this episode from here on out. All righty, let's, uh, let's dive into this. Uh, the stone, she then notices that the stone is gone. <laughs> but she had, again, Lisa, Lisa, uh, not, not, not the brightest person right now. Not the greatest guardian of that stone. She was really enjoying that bath and missed the part where Susie somehow took the stone. Uh, Susie then does a monster pose and it looks kind of like a, a panel out of the manga. I, th I thought that looked really cool. It's oh, like yeah. a creepy backwards thing. And then Lisa Lisa goes full speed wagon and then describes everything she's seeing. ACDC starts speaking out of Q uh, Susie Q's uh, mouth. He basically says like, ha I stole the, so the stone and I used the mail system. I <laughs> mailed it away. <laughs> and he starts laughing at them. And, uh, at first, I thought he knew he was like, I'm challenging. I thought he was re-challenging Jojo like he knew Jojo was through the door. But it seems like he was just challenging Lisa Lisa to a fight. Oh, what? I thought it was Jojo, too. But Jojo, but Jojo then storms in. But like Susie Q's body leaps at Lisa Lisa before Jojo storms into the room. And her body is doing the, like, the disgusting marionette, like jointless arms yeah. and stuff. And like all the dull yeah. joints. And it's... Her eyes turned into, I don't know what you even call that. Like they lose humanity. They have like the, almost like a citrus fruit yeah. design. To it them. looks so cool. It's almost like a white Lotus tablet from avatar. It, it kind of like that, like something like that. And it starts to get like real into body horror in just a minute. It's so good. However, I'm into that stuff. Maybe I like this more than you did. Mm. Um, Jojo storms in is like, hey, buddies. But a second later, Caesar shows up too, which is great. Like unprompted Caesar's like, Caesar shows up and he does this like really cute little thing where he's like, Jojo, you must have been an ACDC. <laughs> I mean, man, poof, whatever, dude. You're, you're great. Whatever. Good to see you, loser. <laughs> like he's so excited to see him and then tries to backpedal. <laughs> I, I love that moment. I love that little moment. Uh, what What is the anime term for this? Tsunade? 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 Tsunade sounds like a name, not the term. Sundari. There we go. There Something we go. like that. Oh, he's, so, oh he's very Chan. that. Caesar Chan is so Sundari. Uh, he then notices that Lisa Lisa's naked and uh, Susie Q's looking all vulnerable and he is just assuming the worst of Jojo. Fair and though. Fair though. I, I guess, you know what? In, in what is, I'm going to think a bad tactical move. ACDC reads that and then tries to fake out Caesar and turning him on Jojo, not factoring in the fact that Lisa Lisa knows it's ACDC. I, mean, I have no idea what he was trying to do in that second. It's just like there was a witness. This isn't like they walked into a room and it's Susie Q's word versus JoJo's. No. Like Lisa Lisa's there and Caesar would listen to Lisa Lisa regardless. But she doesn't talk. Like she's not the one who pops that either. She's just staying silent. Wait, at first you think that she's going to stay silent. She doesn't even address the situation. It just goes like, Caesar, just get out of here and go get the stone. He, yeah. uh, there's a mailman. You got to get it before it gets to the train station. I have, uh, so here's something I wrote in my notes and I want to get your temperature on. I now start referring to it as Susie DC. Eh. 
I like that. Go with that. Cool. Susie now DC. It's fight time. Susie DC leaps into the air and kicks Caesar right in the face and then calls everyone wienerheads. Wait, I have the full quote. You have to kill me first, wienerheads. They mastered language, Pat. <laughs> Does that mean the phrase wienerhead is 2,000 years old? Is that and an Aztec phrase? It was invented by ACDC the same day he learned of Cars' candles. They called Santana Wienerhead. That was their pet name. <laughs> I feel so justified about that. Thanks to the next episode. <laughs> I'm so excited. I, I definitely cheered out loud when that line happened. Um, Caesar, after getting kicked in the head and hearing a man's voice come out of CZDC, finally catches on. <laughs> oh, God. Is she hanging in the wall in the door frame yet? She's about to. Okay. <laughs> he at least does it before she goes completely dead space um Susie's uh Susie DC's eyes start wigging out like they're flicking all over the place and they've got that like missing gap space and then she like hangs herself up at a doorway with With tentacles they're not tentacles though they're the same thing that he used for tentacles before they're blood veins yeah his blood veins they're they're blood veins just popping out at every angle from her and good call on the uh the dead space reference yeah it's it's very that one it's it's very dead on it's very dead spacey very marionette um it's great and they know that he basically taunts everybody he's like you'll have to kill the girl to kill me <laughs> and he's very he's very braggy he's like if i'm going down i'm taking somebody with me he's got that big energy and i gotta admit but between lisa lisa and her stone cold face and jojo's more practicality i thought someone was gonna do it mm-hmm and Jojo even goes for it. He starts walking at her and he's like, he basically summarizes the line as killing Susie Q is a small price to pay. Like one woman versus the world. Ah, and he does like a big come on punch and then whiffs to the last second. <laughs> and then like turns around and like grabs Susie DC and is like, it was a bluff. You were supposed to jump out of her harmlessly. You were supposed <laughs> to freak out. <laughs> to which Susie DC laughs out loud. And I wrote in my notes, this laugh is hilarious. Is <laughs> it's like a kick, 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 kick. Oh, ACDC is still one of my favorite characters at this moment. I love ACDC. So I'm, you know what, as weird as it is that he goes out as a brain, I'm so glad we have more ACDC. But at the same time, oh my God, why Susie Q? Hey, we're getting, hey, she got, hey, you get screen time any way you can get screen time in a JoJo oh. series. <laughs> She didn't deserve this screen time. She didn't deserve this. <laughs> uh, we went to the ad break. When we come back from the ad break, uh, we, we get some more of that body horror I think you were alluding to. Susie DC uh, starts clawing her own face open, and they realize that ACDC's uh, fire blood is starting to like turn her blood into fire, and it's like burning out of her body. Well, that's the creepiest thing, too, because he says it's his blood. He doesn't say it's hers. He says, I'm still shooting my blood at you, but he's, he's a brain. He doesn't even have a heart. Yeah, so he's using it's her. It's gotta be hers. It's so terrible. And she is a fountain. She is like, like a Tarantino, several wounds Tarantino on her right now. It's really gross. And she is, I feel really bad for her. And Lisa Lisa basically goes from, we can't kill her to, we have to mercy kill her. Mm-hmm. Um, and tells Jojo to do it. And I actually really like his response. Um, this is something I feel like is a good character moment. He admits that he doesn't really want to do it and actually still has nightmares from cutting off Stroheim's leg. Yes, I did like that. That was a nice insight for him. It's it's such a great little thing where it's just like, 
he has no problem. Like I think when someone's a vampire or a monster, he can disassociate. But even though Stroheim was a Nazi, it's still a normal living, breathing person. Mm-hmm. And just the act of cho- like chopping off someone's leg, it's got to be like terrible. I, I just like that they they gave JoJo a chance to say that. It's yeah, because I guess in other animes like after this too, like these heroes never really we don't really get to see what kind of repercussions. I guess JoJo is still more guilty of this too, but just this one moment at least gives us that time we're like oh yeah that would be horrifying and that would scar you no matter who, what kind of badass you are yeah like I, I can't live with you and jojo despite living this punk life on the front is clearly just as much a softy as his grandpa yeah like underneath all that he he is still a softy yeah and it's it, it's a good little thing for him yeah <laughs> that energy though has completely changed with both lisa lisa and caesar almost immediately volunteer to kill Susie dc it's like i'll do it no i'll do it and it's like, but that was the logical decision from the front, like, wasn't it? Because, like, he's not going to let go. Yeah, there's like, no he's, way. He's, he's not asking for, like, buy me a plane ticket and I'll jump out of this yeah. body. <laughs> it's like, it, no matter what, how this goes down, his vision ends with her death. Yeah. So I, I guess it is the, it is the, I, maybe it's the pacing of this. It just makes Lisa Lisa and Caesar seem so cold. But they're like, let's kill her. And JoJo starts saying out loud, like, guys, we have a, we have to make a plan. We have to have a plan. I'm just going to say plan a few more times until, oh, hey, I have a plan. Oh, and Lisa Lisa has been barely covered by a towel this entire scene. Yeah, I guess maybe that's the thing where it's like she's just been holding it. Like enough times gone by where she could have thrown on a jacket. Like no one's actively fighting her and she doesn't seem to be that bothered. It's like on the one hand, this... I imagine they would never get like full frontal graphic in, in this. She seems like the kind of person who wouldn't have cared enough and would have just fought. Like, yeah. She wouldn't just be holding a towel up this entire time. She would have probably just got straight into a fighting stance and been mature about this, unlike the two yeah. children who who barged in on her right now. I actually have the same thought where I'm like, this isn't the show. Like they really couldn't, like they'd have to do a lot of shadowing and stuff. But mm-hmm. she definitely seems like the person, like if the fight, if the fight had actually happened between her and Susie DC, she would have just leapt out of the tub naked and like killed her with Haman bathwater. Right. Or been like, haha, my towels are made of extra Haman fat. Like <laughs> some bullshit out there has like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I kind of wish I could have seen that fight. Uh, but Jojo remembers like, hey, remember that pillar thing we spent a whole episode with where you yelled about two kinds of Haman? Let's do that to her. And they leap at Susie DC. Jojo does the positive Haman on, I think, the forehead and leg of Susie DC. And Caesar blasts negative Haman on Susie's heart to reflect any Haman energy from entering it. Um, and they free her. It works great. <laughs> yeah, it works. It's a clever, clever little thing. I don't, I don't know how much sense it made. Maybe it makes more sense to other people. I guess, well, I think it even goes against its own rules because they said that the, the powers of Haman are attraction and like attraction and, re- and repelling, but that's from you. Like you don't make something repel something. I don't know. I don't know how that worked. Anyway, this is the same show where they, I, I was expecting one of them to kiss Susie at one point because of the <laughs> earlier kiss fight. Oh, I'm glad they didn't go that route though. They, they did not. Yeah. Well, Maybe, maybe Jojo, if he had to kiss her to, he's like, ah, but it's gross. It's my gross lips. I can't use a pigeon. (laughs) I only kiss via pigeon. I only kiss via pigeon. Like true gentleman. Exactly. It's like a, it's love notes, like air pigeon love notes. Uh, Oh my goodness. We got a scene. All right. So maybe this is something we will disagree again. I love this next scene. 
uh brain acdc leaves Susie's body and leaps at jojo and jojo is like ice cold looking at it and caesar's like jojo watch out and jojo's like nah man don't worry it's the day and he basically lets the sunlight uh burn and destroy acdc's brain it's it's it like lands on his shoulder and then like slumps down and rolls down into the palm of his hand and jojo gives like this great speech about like hey that guy was messed up and terrible and boy that thing he did to Susie was awful but you know he was honest to him and he was honest to him his entire ancient almost immortal life and they play a sad music thing the only thing i hate about this scene is having to say goodbye to the man acdc right now oh my god right now acdc is the best pillar man i don't know how anyone but i oh. like um no i like jojo's little thing i like it when they respect their villains like this and this one felt a lot more earned than oh he was a nazi yeah <laughs> it's like they know and remember we never really saw like ace oh wait i guess acdc did did kill logins Okay, but Loggins was a Haman user. He and he didn't warrior. like Loggins anyway. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't I don't feel too bad about that because he, he would put himself in that position. Yeah. To, you know, we don't, we don't see the Pillarmen commit atrocities. Yeah, we've not seen that. They've only killed Nazis. And they've, they've never only kicked killed, a dog. They've never kicked a dog. And that's how you know they're not a complete monster. Yeah. In the Jojo universe. In the, yeah, they've not kicked a dog. That is the that is the big test. Yeah, ACDC is great. He was a willing to cry. He was he was just so he knew Sun Tzu. He knew Sun Tzu personally. Yes. I wish he had said that. <laughs> like a eulogy where it's like, yeah, he knew. And by the way, this guy knew Sun Tzu. We got to let him go out. Who was apparently JoJo's idol for like the next several episodes. I stick with mine. This JoJo, of course, read Sun. Well, I mean, Speedwagon <laughs> gave it to him as a gift, but yeah. that's like the one book he read. He's got tons of books from Speedwagon. Like he's got David Copperfield. He's got other stuff that he never read. He's like, best of times, worst of times, Puh, tales of two cities. More like garbage. Mm-hmm. Let me read this Sun Tzu again. <laughs> um, oh God, it's, I just, yeah. Saying goodbye to ACDC is real rough. I wish there had been more of him. He's fantastic. Um. We then cut to a scene where Lisa Lisa is in a new outfit. I like, I just, she's changed enough that now I feel like I need to make a note of it every time it happens. Okay. And she's she, in a gr- I, I she picked she gets, the green. Do you think she used Susie Q for that? Or uh... it is the, uh, is it is the green outfit. I think Susie was picking. And she... No, you got them confused. One was a white blouse and the other one was like this outfit that had like purple and like yellow stripes on it. Oh, I thought it was green. It was like a zigzag. Well, she's in a green outfit and she reads Susie. She uses her Amon powers to like hypnotize Susie and reads. And they can recall what ACD or Susie DC did. Like they're able to figure out the package's address. They know it's going to Switzerland. And uh, we then cut Switzer. to Messina. Yeah. Switzer. Switzer. I know the Japanese saying yeah. Switzerland is great. Uh, we cut to Messina who's power posing. I don't quite know how, to, how they drew him weird in this scene. I don't know oh, if you yeah. made a note about that. He's like leaning forward, hand on like the back of his hip. The other one's like pointing forward. Yeah, I, I know the pose you're talking about, but I did not make a note about it. I didn't have to. It just seemed weird because he doesn't move from that pose and he and Caesar are having like a very normal conversation about how they didn't make it to the train in time and they need to follow the package and they need to go to Switzerland. And he's just posing. It's really weird. And it's especially super weird because then the scene changes again and the gang's all in a car and Lisa Lisa's in another outfit. <laughs> and then informs the team that they may have to break the law. Mm-hmm. 
And then she says, one of us may die. And it immediately cuts to Ginger saying, it's not going to be me. Yep. <laughs> he like literally says that to the camera. I'm primary antagonist. I'm not, I'm not going Pro- nowhere. Protagonist. Yeah. He's like, check, check the episode count, idiots. I'm fine. <laughs> I got at least, what, seven more in me? Yeah, I got at least seven more in me before I'm worried. <laughs> Oh, I love that moment though when they start off and Lisa Q's getting all uh, no, Lisa, Lisa Q. Lisa Lisa is getting seriously down to business in that yeah. car. It's like, all right, we may not all survive this. We might have to do dark, dirty things. We might have to break laws. We got to get that stone, guys. It's a good. It's a good little thing. And then everyone is like, I might be willing to die. I'm not going to die. <laughs> it's a great scene. And Susie like. So then we see Susie Q again. She's in a new little blue blue outfit. She's finally not dressed as a maid. Oh God! And we can at this moment we can see the the, the she's still got all these scars left over from the blood veins sticking out of her. It looked like she had a bad case of chicken pox. That's how she's drawn, she's like adult the, chicken pox. I, you're right, but I know what those are, and I interpret those straight up as holes in her skin everywhere, like strong trypophobia going on here. Yeah, they were able to heal. The wounds, they were able to close the wounds, but she has like little like gaps in her skin all over the place. And you remember that she just had like blood vein tentacles pouring out of every part of her body. It is amazing they were able to fix her. Ah. Yeah. I And maybe that's the thing. As soon as he's had such a rough road, I really am just behind her. And she looks super sad and is waving as they drive away. And she turns around and they might as well play like the Charlie Brown, like mm-hmm. music as she walks away. And then you hear like screeching tires and Jojo's asked them, I guess, to turn the car around. And he just starts to flirt with her again from a distance. He's like, oh, I'll be back and make sure to get those terrible wounds healed yeah. up before i get back don't be so ugly when i get back yeah get pretty again and i won't and i'll make sure not to take too long so you don't get too old neither uh and, and she's making fun of him too like talking about like don't yeah. get yourself deaded and, it's, and it's, it's harmless ribbing but that felt out of line a bit i don't know well, maybe because he's going so into like you're maybe. not avoiding it she clearly took it in stride. Like she was, she was she a little smiled. flushed. She flushed. And then she jokingly tries to throw a rock at him, but it does not oh, go anywhere. That rock. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I love uh, that so much. She's like, hey, take this. Eh. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> like, because they don't, they don't animate how far it got. It's just like a shot of the ground. So you could decide if, if it only went like a couple of feet or if she did an okay job or, but it definitely like he drove away in a car. So it didn't get that far. Well, yeah, you could see from the animation of how she threw it too. Like it was yeah. that that sort of like aren't li- that limp armed, limp wristed yeah. sort of toss that doesn't go anywhere. Like she really didn't want to hit him anyway. Yeah, it's just like meh. And then I I wrote in my notes in all caps. I love them for some reason. <laughs> You're shipping them pretty hard right now. I was ship. I Susie Q and JoJo. It needs to happen. It has to happen. I love these two. All right. You know how I said I hated 90% of this episode? Yeah. The next percent is the part I absolutely loved. Oh, cool. So we're going to get to this right now. Yeah. Uh, before we fully get to where you're going, uh, it then cuts to JoJo real quick, and he's wearing a, a neat hat. You're really getting to enjoy his hat. Doesn't and he hat. does think about internally in his head, so he doesn't have to put on airs, like how much he really is like worried about Susie and wants to see her yeah. again. Yeah. Does he keep that hat forever now? He's in a completely different hat. <laughs> God damn. change we're in switzerland and um 
Well, I guess we haven't seen the judges change his hat yet, but we're in Switzerland. And then I wrote him out, a rad looking dude is walking down the streets of Switzerland. I dude, couldn't quite tell who I couldn't quite is, tell who it was. I love this outfit. I absolutely love this. He looks like Van Helsing. So it's a Van Helsing outfit. So we'll just, I mean, let's just spoil it because it's obviously cars now. Yeah. And I wrote in my notes, Bloodborne cars. He looks so bad. It is like vampire hunter shit, man. He's got like a cool hat. He's in like a, a leather coat. Cars looks awesome. Yes. He looks really cool. And then, and I'm so glad you brought up the dog kicking thing. Yep. Because Cars goes like, I am the woke wonderland of Pillarman. So he's walking and, and this little dog comes up to him, this cute little dog. And you're like, oh no, what is this weird rad looking man going to do to a dog? And he just ignores him. He just kind of walks away and the dog walks into the street and these drunk drivers are going to hit it. And then Cars like wordlessly like flicks out and shows that he's got like arm blades that stick out of his forearms and does like a little like shimmy sham <laughs> and the car misses the dog. <laughs> and we see the inside of the car and they're like, something's wrong with the wheel of the car, man. <laughs> well, also the passenger is straight up pouring wine into a glass of wine. Yeah. He doesn't stop either when he notices that his friend's arms have been severed. Yeah, it's great. The guy's like, there's something wrong with the steering wheel. Yeah, and, and cars to somehow without breaking the car has cut the man's wrists, cut the, cut the man's hands off at the wrist. So the not, hands are on the steering wheel and he's just got stumps. And they're not bleeding either. Like somehow, I guess they're cauterized or something. I get, well, they don't, they, they don't even have time to bleed because eventually they not only <laughs> miss the dog, but then they like flip over and explode. As anyone, like you can't feel too, once again, who, who have Pillarmen killed so far in this yeah. anime? Drunk drivers, Drunk drivers Nazis. Nazis. I also wrote and that people I'd... who fight them basically for fun. Exactly. They got to take care of this. Haman, we don't know what the Haman tribe was up to 2000 years ago. Um, I also wrote that I thought it was hilarious that the explosion is shown from the dog's perspective. Like we see the light, like the yeah. fire of the car lighting the dog's face. And another good reminder about the Pillarman, Cars thinks to himself that he's worried about ACDC. Yeah. He's like, ACDC hasn't reported it. I'm worried about my boy. He's probably, he might be hurt. But yeah, he saved a dog, man. And in, in Jojo logic, he is already the pinnacle of evolution. He's super heroic. That's Yo, the man, most heroic thing you the can do. The mask you needed was the Aja stone that was in you all along. Exactly. Man, I just don't want them to be villains. They're such great dudes. Funny enough, we'll be talking more about that in the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So it is revealed that uh, we have another scene change. Jojo is asleep. It's been uh, five hours, I think. And uh, he's in a different outfit. Everyone's in their snow gear now because they're in they're in Switzerland, so there's snow. I guess they changed in the car. Hold on, I'm gonna put this into Google. How long it takes to get from Germany or to, where were they? They were in Italy. They were in Italy yeah. to Germany. That doesn't seem. And they go into Sweden. They're in Sweden now, aren't they? Yeah, but it's it's like remember that Europe's like the size of Texas. Yeah, but even then, does it really only take five hours to get from Italy to Switzerland? Well, while you're fact checking, yeah. Uh, everyone in the car makes fun of Jojo. They all like, oh, look at that sleeping idiot. And uh, while they're making fun of him, there's a car behind them and it starts honking obnoxiously. And you're like, oh man, what kind of Nazi be honking at them? Oh, literal Nazis. Oh, there's a bunch of Nazis. And there's a Nazi in the back of the car. And you know what? I'll give this the respect the show once. Um, he's like, hey, Jojo, <laughs> we've already met. 
And JoJo's like, who could this guy be? I don't know any Nazis. <laughs> and then the Nazi gets out of his car and it's revealed that the Nazis have stopped the train. They now have the stone. And this Nazi that yet again reminds JoJo that they know each other. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But who could he be? Uh, then says that the Nazis have been spying on the Haman crew the whole time. No spoilers whatsoever. None. Not, who I could this guy be? They didn't reveal him in this episode either at all, did they? Uh, maybe no. At the very end. Oh, Looking I thought ahead. I thought that happened at the beginning of the next one. Nah, it's the very end. Uh, okay. Um, oh, by the way, I looked it up. It is exactly five and a half hours to get from <laughs> Venice to the border of Switzerland. Iraqi does his research. I guess so. Iraqi does his research. Um, this Nazi who could be anybody, anyone who says he knows JoJo, uh, says that the team that they should team up. They got a cabin up ahead. Everybody can relax. And that they just want to talk about cars, the stone, and what they can all do. We then have, I, I even like pause because I know it's a throwaway line, but I laughed my head off because Messina then says, so the Germans are here. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Stupid Messina, like so behind everything. I do like that Jojo at least continues to have lines where he's not happy about German soldiers. Yeah, he's like, gosh, these Nazis. Uh, and who's this Nazi that's acting like he knows me? Do they ever actually say the word? They never say Nazi, do they? I keep saying Nazis. I think they just keep saying Germans. They only say German. Like I don't think they want to say the word Nazi in the anime. Yeah, I don't think they want to. They'll evoke it, and we'll get we, to that. We haven't even seen swastika, have we? Yeah, I don't think any of them have swastikas. No, I, I guess I don't know if that's like a, a censorship kind of thing. Or that could just... be a leftover thing. Like, you know how Germany isn't allowed to have any kind of Nazi stuff, so they always right. have to censor it. It could be a leftover thing. Like, I don't know if that was some kind of issues they, they tried to avoid for reasons obvious. Yeah, uh, obvious reasons. But this is a period piece. It was written in the 80s, yada, yada, yada. I'm not making excuses, <laughs> but Indiana Jones. I'm just going to keep screaming Indiana Jones until this feels okay. Uh, our mysterious German, who says he knows Jojo, whoever he could be, um, <laughs> then says that the uh, the Germans believe that the stone can the stone and the mask, and they know about the super mask as well, could help them with their blitz and taking over Poland and taking over the world. Uh, it is now later on in the day, nightfall has occurred, and Bloodborne Cars is there. He walks up to the house, and I think this is cool. He puts his palms on the side of the 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 house and is like i'm gonna sense the heat of the people in the building and then he knows how tall everyone is he's like there's five people in there all men tall and they're all yeah, yeah all men like he knows all these like super detective details just from the body heat that he can sense through the wall it's really cool it's super cool cars continues to be awesome he then flicks out his arm blade and then like flicks it once and i honestly don't know because like he doesn't enter the building and that thing doesn't look that long but he, he flicks it once and he's apparently killed all five of the men. Mm -hmm. If he can extend it, that does not come up when it would be useful in later fights. There's either. a lot of times extending would be very useful and he doesn't use it. Yeah. So who knows what's going on? Maybe. No, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, like, maybe, even if it shot like an energy projectile, like he would still use that in a fight that's coming up later Yeah. and doesn't. So it I don't, don't, <laughs> it don't make any sense. Okay. It, don't it was make cool. Sense. It was very cool. It is awesome. And uh, Cars then enters the building. He sees a bunch of dead Nazis. He cut one in the head, so the top half of their head is landed on another dead Nazi's head. Mm -hmm. So it's got like a double head. It's um, like it's weird. This I know this is an anime, but this feels like the way Cars uses that blade, like from a distance, to cut through things without cutting through things. Yeah, it's like one of the most anime things JoJo has done so far. <laughs> it feels very anime. 
<laughs> um, but then it is revealed that the Nazi, whoever could he be, the Nazi that says he knows Jojo, that we could tell has blonde hair, that has a familiar voice, uh, is sitting in a chair and he's got the super Aja stone. And he's like, hey, Cars. And Cars is like, why can't I sense? He's like, wait a minute. I thought there were only five people in here. Why can't I sense your body heat? And then Jojo walks in and then uh cars leaps at our nazi friend whoever he could be and the nazi able is able to catch cars's like magic arm blade however in the process it cuts his glove open reveals he's got a robot hand and then it strategically cuts his hat in half but not his face and it's stroheim good old stroheim we missed him didn't we I oh uh, that's a, I'm so glad that's a question the anime asked too. <laughs> it kind of did, yeah. <laughs> uh, the meme music hits, and that's the end of the episode. Uh, so that is uh, the, that's episode 18, the goodbye of ACDC. Goodbye, our blessed boy. God, I miss well, that we, guy. I miss him too. It felt like at least for a while the body horror was getting to a point in that episode where it, for the first time since actually felt like phantom blood for a minute yeah because we haven't really had a phantom blood feeling i don't think until that moment yeah there's a lot of phantom blood in this like heads getting cut at, cut at the jaw mm-hmm. yeah Ooh, but that's also also like when we start off we actually think like you were saying that he was challenging them to a fight he, he wanted a rematch because he wanted to still go and prove himself but the moment where he revealed that no man all this is a delaying action yeah like he's still taking one for the team even in that moment those guys are so good to each other. I love the Pillarman. It's like, it was just like a lot of the things we were questioning is kind of silly from him. Like, why is he taking that body? Why is he, why is he playing that really stupid ploy? It starts to add up when you realize that all he wanted to do was to let that stone get as far as it could. Is you get the feeling that brain could have hidden underwater or somewhere and it could have taken over another body and grew anew because like he was going to use Logan's arm. So you get the idea that he could have, if he had wanted to hide, and take mm-hmm. his time he could have saved himself right really man acdc's great yeah I love I, ACDC. I as much as respect i have for him in his next two episodes man cars cars gets me yeah <laughs> i am i'm in the cars corner right now so let's let's jump into that i'm i'm a big fan so that's funny you know what we both i don't think either of us were really big on that episode thinking about it but i had fun talking about it yeah it was fun that's a funny episode there's some fun stuff there I yet again, I I guess I what's the phrase? Stan? I stand Suzy Q. Is that the phrase? I think it is. It there might already be an old term by now, as far as I know. Oh, I'm we're old. <laughs> All righty. Episode 19, a race to the brink. Um, this episode opens with maybe the best line of all time where Jojo yells, Cars, Stroheim, double shock. <laughs> he starts off saying, Hey, rifle heads. Yeah. Because he like he barged in wanting food and it came into that. Yeah. yeah, I guess he was like, "Hey guys, I'm hungry." And then he goes, "Stroheim cars," and he says, "Double shock" in English, which is yeah. great. Double shock. Every moment he has in English is great. It's so funny. That's I feel like it's one thing you can't recreate in the uh, in the dub. Is 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 this thing where he speaks in English? Yeah. Stroheim is still holding on a car's arm blade and then it cuts to the intro again because boy we've got a lot to get through oh but his cyborg eye does this weird creepy thing real fast oh yeah it's like twitches back and forth at the on the horizontal axis like uh, e- 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 <laughs> you realize it is not a real eye anymore 
Oh yeah, Stroheim. Stroheim is mostly because remember he like hugged a grenade. He blew up. Yeah, like it is incredible that they rebuilt him and that he. Re- More importantly, that he remembers who he is. Like he doesn't have. He doesn't seem to have memory loss. Like he has no problems. I, I got to be clear though. I fucking hate the in fantasy when we start doing Nazi super science. I hate Nazi super science I so hate much it as well. I hate it so much. And this whole episode with his part in it, man. I'll tell you what, I grease, I, I gloss over some of that. I'm not going to dwell uh, on a lot of this. He doesn't, though. Keep I know. Uh, Stroheim is able to hold Kars's blade. And <laughs> this is a joke that would on, I would only write in this these two weeks. I then wrote in my notes, much like Scorpion, Stroheim, Stroheim has also returned from hell. Eh. <laughs> oh, the new MK movie. All righty. Um, Jojo doesn't feel happy about this. And actually, like an audience stand-in is like, all right, well, he sucks and Nazis suck, but should I be happy to see him? I don't think I'm happy, but I guess it's good that he's here. It goes through like a whole, like the mental gymnastics of being like, I guess. uh, I like that Araki at least put that token. Yeah. He's been doing it too. Like, I think I've said this multiple times in the past. It sounds familiar for me to say this. I'm glad he put in that token of Jojo going, yeah, but he is a Nazi. It's weird because like, I feel like Nazi is also, it's aged only in America and only in this 2020 hellscape we live in where Nazism has aged even worse. Because you could yell Indiana Jones a ton, but it's like, no, there's still Nazis. Right. I'm, we probably have Nazis within miles of each other. Yes. But this was made in 1988, where I think um, Nazis had, people could trick themselves and think like, oh, that'll never happen again. These might as well be orcs. But yeah, and unfortunately, I mean, eventually once we're done with this part, there's another time jump, so we won't have to worry about the, the 40s. Oh, that'll be nice. That'll be nice. I love these characters. I love this part, but the Nazi stuff is not great, especially in the world we live in. Mm-hmm. Stroheim then tells Jojo just like, hey, pop a squat on a couch, man, and enjoy the show. <laughs> uh, while he's trying to sound like a badass, uh, Jojo notices that Cars is ignoring Stroheim and is just giving Jojo the murder eyes. Uh, the color, I wrote then, the color goes nuts. Like, Cars is like orange and it's all pastel. I love it. It's awesome. And Cars mentions that Whamu is in Greece for some reason. I don't. Yeah, he did. He's like, oh, if only Whamu wasn't in Greece. And it's like, wait, why is he in Greece? I gotta say, as they're setting up the fight that's about to happen, I'm a hundred percent rooting for Cars in this. Same. There's just no way. There's no way around. Oh, to be fair, it's not even just the Nazi's fighting the Nazi. Yeah. It's in that amazing outfit. He could be fighting Caesar, and I think I might still be rooting for cars in this moment. He looks so cool. I then wrote in my I, because I didn't want to write like all the back and forth. I just wrote Jojo and Cars talk anime for a bit until Stroheim reminds Cars that he needs to be murdered again. <laughs> when he starts doing the Nazi salute and going, Nazi super science. Well, we're about to get there because first he has to remind people why he is Nazi. So he does a, a cyber flex is what I call it. Like he's able oh, yeah. to, the other arm he's not using to grab the blade. He flexes in a natural way and then pinches Carr's hand meat and is able to pinch in such a way that he's able to tear stuff off. I then wrote in all caps in my notes, we finally get a payoff for all these random stats. Apparently, he has twice the pitching power of Santana. (laughs) Was that what it was? It was compared directly to Santana. It was compared directly to the stats that Santana had. So if you go, I I didn't go back and fact check this, but I'll take their word for it. 
Stroheim then says that they studied Santana and it's almost like Dr. Giroux from DBZ. However, this is before then this game right. before, but where he's like, we studied you before you went off to Namek and we did, you know, exponential mathematics and we should know how strong you are. He's just like, we figured, you know, you're probably stronger than Santana. So we just tripled my power. And then he does the Nazi salute and starts screaming about. Oh, he, he goes off on that mad rant about how German technology and engineering is the best. He's and like, oh, God. It's like, he's, oh, God. He's terrible. Yeah, man. Yeah. Stroheim is awful. It's like and Nazi it's super and... science was a myth. We don't we don't need to keep doing it for fun. It's like, I don't want to think of all the cyborgs that were made out of gypsies that led up to Stroheim functioning mm. god how many chain guns did they put in a gypsy before they got to him Ugh. why does he have one inside of his body pat are we even that did you even talk about the machine gun yet or am i we're right about ahead? together anyway he breaks a pool ball for some reason and throws it at jojo's face just to be like look how strong i is and then he screams more and then he does this big magical anime girl spin but as he's spinning I like chain gun ammo starts coming out mm. and then this is i think the thing that most people divorce from stroheim being a nazi and they just think about this image where he has his hands behind his heads he's thrusting his stomach forward and a chain gun has come out of his stomach and he then starts yelling these stats about his stomach chain gun why like who designed a stomach why he could okay that's where you could fit it i guess like he could just carry it designed for him to carry a chain gun there's no way that it isn't better <laughs> He can move it. He could drop it if he wants to. He can reload more easily other than having to do the anime girl spin to put a, a belt into it. Yeah. It's so weird. It's so weird. And it's so, I think in the manga it was a little lower, so it looked more phallic, but it's definitely a weird thing. Um, and my favorite part of this whole thing, and I just wanted to note it here because it happened a couple of times throughout the last two scenes. Every time that Stroheim does something mechanical, Jojo is then surprised that that also is cybernetic. He's like, his other hand is cybernetic. His belly is cybernetic. His eye is cybernetic. Oh, but while he's doing this ranting, this is really important for just a second. While he's doing yeah. this ranting, his theme music kicks in. Oh, yeah. His theme music does kick in. The, the... I got to admit, even though it's obviously trying to pull on some Nazi themes, it, it, it pops a bit. Oh, it does bit... pop. It's like men chanting in a way. Yeah. It almost sounds, it's like... um. Like a dirty cousin of the Republic Commando, like Mandalorian chant. Yeah, it's kind of got the, it's like the, I don't know what the German anthem at that time would have been, but it's kind of like what a modern day Russian anthem would be. Yeah, it's it's a good, it's it's got, if he were a villain, I would pop more for it. Right. But he's not played as a villain. It's also a villain's anthem. Yeah. It sounds villainous. But the best part is, take us there, Pat. Yeah, cars, uh, he gets gunned at like Strazo because he does his belly gun at him. And after all the gunfire, the gang upstairs finally notices there's a fight. <laughs> they had not noticed that. Cars uh, then pops his arm blade and explains that just as Whammo is the master of wind and ACDC is the master of fire, Cars is the master of light. And he activates his brilliant bone blade. And then PillarmenTheme.mp3 begins. It's the battle of the theme musics. It's this battle. theme music it's, is so much stronger. It is theme music fight time, and Cars wins this hands down. Hell yeah. Um, he activates his glowy arm blade, and he then starts cutting all the bullets, and Stroheim just freaks out about super this. Super anime. It's super anime. Stroheim is not ready. He is cybernetic, but he's not yet ready to deal with that much anime. <laughs> 
Oh, oh yeah. And then the the noise that uh, Cars's blade makes is that like fairy magic chime sound. Yeah. Oh god, it's so ridiculous. You know, it's like yeah. And it's like. It's really good too because Judge is like his blade is growing is glowing. What's the deal with that? And then the narrator lets everybody know it's like as the blade got close to Stroheim's face, he figured it out. It's actually an organic chainsaw. Yeah. Oh, the fact that it was just a straight up like tiny micrometer chainsaw somehow inside of him made of bone. Yeah. Oh, that looked like like it looked like metal, but they they clearly described it. No, it's his bones. He can do that with it. It's so cool. And it's then, so very cool. And then he he throws that throughout line that makes us feel justified about everything we said about Santana. Hell yeah. He cuts up Stroheim and he was like, you based your specs on Santana? He was basically a dog. <laughs> he was our guard dog. <laughs> so and they were right though. Like he was straight up like their bitch boy. Yeah, he was made as a joke. They would just make fun of him for fun. He's just, yeah, he's like, there's no, if you based your math off Santana, you're going to have to do a lot more than doubling to catch up to me. <laughs> you fought, you what? You fought Santana. We trained him wrong as a joke. Yeah. <laughs> you idiots. <laughs> oh, the payoff for Santana is so good right there. <laughs> oh my God. It's so amazing that he's just like, yeah, he's a guard dog. He sucks. Santana <laughs> is filth. He's he's our raditz. Yeah. For God's sakes. You can't double up. You oh my goodness. You think you could beat Nappa? <laughs> you just fought raditz, you idiot. It's so great. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. And and seeing all this, Jojo is like having like an existential crisis where he's like, how am I going to win? This is messed <laughs> yeah. up. This is terrible. What am I going to do? And I love this. Cars picks up what's left of Stroheim which actually is almost equal to what happened to Zapelli at JoJo season one. He's a torso and one arm. Yeah. And he's like doing a pat down on him. He's like, where's the stone? Where's the stone? But while he's patting down Stroheim's upper torso, he's walking him to the side of a cliff. I guess like after he gets the stone, he's just going to drop Stroheim off the cliff to which I was just kind of cheering for. Yeah. I was like, yeah, drop that Nazi. Drop him down. (laughs) Uh, Jojo continues to have his breakdown. He's like, he really doesn't know what to do. He's not quite sure what to do. And uh, Cars, I love this too. Cars has to correct himself where he's like, I've waited four, uh, I mean, 5,000 years to get this stone. He's uh, so old, he couldn't remember how old he was. That's fair. Have we already mentioned the fact where he's told Jojo that, he, Jojo, you hold on one second, because I'm definitely killing you. Oh yeah, he, he mentions that and... I wrote in my notes, it's really funny because he's like, yeah, Jojo, I'm going to kill you. And Jojo has a moment where like, he equates the idea that Cars hates him as bad as the world coming to an end. Right. He's like, this guy hates me. And the world might end, but this guy hates me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's funny. Like, he, he knows the brothers, the, the bonds those two guys had as brothers. And he makes it very clear. He wants to kill me because I killed ACDC. Yeah, he's like, oh my god, I th- oh he needs ACDC based revenge. Which it's, is great. It's, it's great. I love him. He's car- though- cars and ACDC are great. Oh, he did practice. He made it a bit practical of a matter. He's like, I can't let you live. You're a Haman user who actually killed one of us. Oh yeah, I, I should have written that down. Line that that line is great. I should have written that down. Yeah, I- I'm sorry, Wamu isn't here for his fun, but uh, no, 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 dog. Not policy. You took this out a pillarman. This ain't a matter of honor. 
Yeah, this is this is clerical. I got to put you down. Uh, after he's done giving that statement, uh, I guess he drops Sto- Stroheim at some point. After he got the stone, he drops Stroheim like trash. Uh, I think he got shot by the UV laser first. No, this is about to happen. He does this from the ground. Oh, okay. Stroheim on the ground like a piece of garbage gives a this is an over speech and then reveals that his eye can like flip around and it's a laser. It's a UV laser eye. Which seems like that would have been a lot more useful sooner than the chain gun yes than being like your last resort weapon like you literally have their weakness in a laser form in your eye why didn't they have a giant uv laser gut laser instead of a chain gun nazi super science i guess so it's uh, it's unfallible um we then have like a whoops moment where his uv laser shoots cars in the hand so he drops the stone but they're on a cliff so it is sliding towards the cliff I am I am 100% down for the rest of where this episode goes from here. This is all so crazy and please clarify. I tried my best to to summarize this, but it's so hard to summarize, so please clarify anything you feel like I did not describe well enough. It is a f- I love this because it's a unique fight. It is a un- it is not a straight up like anime, can he punch or can he like outsmart my next move kind of fight. It is a unique fight because it's a basically a chase fight yeah and then it's a falling fight and i love this it's so clever um and there's so there's so much anime time i what what term were we using for this earlier where they get a lot of like you know this will happen in five seconds but they get all this time while they're moving to think to talk and react us like get us through it it's it's so like yeah this fight basically happens really quickly but there's a ton that happens it's great i do have to mention before we get to the part we like uh the crew nonchalantly shows up super late now and realizes what's <laughs> happening and then do nothing and do nothing lisa lisa uh messina and uh and caesar all show up and go like oh hey what's up uh then the remains of stroheim are like jojo go get the stone what are you waiting for go get the stone is he's kind of gawking and we get instead of fight time i did write in my notes race time yeah we have a foot race between jojo and cars and they're running towards the stone which is running towards an edge which is sliding towards an edge of a cliff and jojo admits in his head he's like oh crap cars is the better advantage because i have to slow down because if i don't slow down i'll fall off a cliff but cars can fall off a cliff because he can survive the fall what can i do Jojo is thinking, and he's, we're getting those thoughts. I like this. It's so great. And as he's thinking, Cars, so I think, is one step ahead of Jojo, but he doesn't realize he's one step ahead of Jojo. He's like, I know what you're thinking, Jojo. You're going to kick me in the tuchus while I go bend over to get that stone. They're practically talking like friends at the moment. Like, they're not in a mortal combat with each other. It's it's like banter more than it is fight stuff. Yeah. It's, it's so great. Because at the moment, they're not punching. They're just running for as fast as they can go. And Jojo in all honesty, does a pretty good job of outrunning cars. Yeah. His leg power. He's got good cardio. We then have... Oh, yeah, but then JoJo goes like, yeah, you, you know what? You're right. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah, he, 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 he answers his bluff. And then this... Oh, my God, this whole scene is so crazy. So, cars dives for the stone... And JoJo goes to kick at him. However, it is revealed that then Car does, cars does a, a backflip and... <laughs> When he backflips, I'm guessing he's using his hands to push off the ground to flip up. He grabs the stone with his foot, which Jojo goes, and he's like, ah, I've outsmarted you. And Jojo's like, ah, 
That is exactly what I thought you would do because I'm not kicking at you. I'm kicking at the snow. So he kicks snow at cars, which knocks the stone out of Carr's hands into Jojo's hands. Jojo then says, ha, 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 ha. And then Cars reveals that he's got leg blades in his calves, just like his forearm blades, stabs Jojo in the shoulder and drags them both off the cliff. And that is 100% accurate to what happened. And saying it sequentially like that does no justice to how much <laughs> happens in that short time span. It's so quick. It's so incredible. Like if it's, listening to this, you had a hard time following Pat. Imagine watching that. It's so good. It's so very, because both of them have aha. Is there, they're back and forth saying at each is yet again, it's banter. They're both banters. Like, ah, I figured you out better. No, as, I figured you out better. And as soon as they took that dive for the stone, we entered anime time, anime fight time. I don't Exactly. The, the, the time dilation effect that occurs where all this is happening really fast. It's a freeze of five minutes is what so once saying. it's all done, you know, you can oh, probably, yeah. you can recall what happened and think, well, this is really cool that that all happened so fast. But meanwhile, it, they're baking like a five second fall last three minutes. Oh God. It's so great. Uh, we also went to an ad break as they're dragged off the cliff. A great well. ad break. Yeah. What a great, you're just like, oh my God, what's going to happen to a, what to the guys? We come back for the ad break, and I just wrote, the crew is worried. <laughs> like, the crew doesn't go to help. They're all about as useful as Stroheim's torso. Like, no one is like, JoJo. They're like, oh, man, that looks bad. <laughs> to be fair, this is all rather shocking. And I they, guess so. They've got five seconds to respond to. <laughs> I guess none of them have a lasso or anything that would really help. Uh, we are told by the narrator the you know the velocity of both cars and Jojo, and they only have five seconds before impact. Uh, we have a great line where I love this, where like Jojo's thinking about that, and he just goes, he's like, God, I'll I'll die if I hit the ground with cars. No, thank you. <laughs> and he then invents clinging Haman or yells clinging Haman as he grabs onto an icicle. It's literally like two and a half minutes. That's how long these five seconds are. It's great. Uh, he grabs onto an ice skull. The narrator explains like, hey, remember how water is good for Herman? Ice is water. Uh, and then he and, and cars are hanging on there. And Jojo has this great moment where he's like, I am so mismatched against this guy. <laughs> he's like, I'm good against negligence. This guy is really good at paying attention. <laughs> and then he basically does like a modern leaf kite. Oh, he totally does do that. Doesn't this feel like the leaf kite? This is a lot like the leaf kite. I'm very excited about this. But we'll get to that in a second. Uh, okay. Cars knocks them down. Is He's like, ah, I could kill your icicle. And uh, Jojo has enough. This is another moment where a lot happens really quickly. Yeah. Jojo then tries to like, oh, I need you some on to grab again. But wait a minute. I should just use some on to break this guy's stupid blade. So as he goes to do that, Cars is like, I knew you would do that. And then kicks, jo <laughs> like retracts blade, kicks him, and he says, say hello to the wall or something yeah <laughs> or say hello to the cliff that's something he says to jojo which is i love cars cars is great he's amazing the crew is watching and describing it's like oh god he got it they do a speed wagon the crew speed wagons while jojo is falling to his death cars then spins around and says that he's gonna cut jojo in half and then take the stone and then Jojo's like, well, hey, guess what? And he holds the stone, the super Aja stone, in the path of Cars' blade. And Cars stops in his tracks because he's not going to cut that in half. He then, and I think this is what you were talking about, this is our new, our new leaf. 
hang gliding thing creates a Haman icicle rope. Oh man, this has got to be, this whole scene too has got to be a bit of a uh, epilepsy warning of some kind because it's, everything is freaking out into like rapidly flashing pastels at this point. Oh, it's so good. Uh, yeah, so he he glues icicles together end on end until they can reach up to Caesar. Right, yeah. And like then he grabs, uh, he grabs one, then it chains to the one that was falling above it, and somehow he's able to keep doing that. Yeah, he's able to get them to build upwards until until Caesar grabs it. I get the impression that Caesar was doing the same from his end somehow. It's like Caesar grabbed a falling icicle and was able to keep chaining it yeah, down. Yeah, maybe they're chaining him. it in the middle. I like that version better than JoJo somehow doing it this way. Um Caesar catches them. They have a good buddy moment. And then we have this weird moment where Stroheim's like, when did they become friends? Yeah. Like, did he even know Caesar at that time? Well, he spied on all of them. Remember, he was like, we've been spying on all of you. But apparently their notes didn't keep the part where, like, they knew about ACDC, but they didn't, I guess they missed that part where Caesar, like, did the, like, (laughs) I don't really care about you. Maybe they took it all at face value. Maybe if it's written down, the notes weren't as clear. (laughs) And we had another English line from Jojo going, very nice, so Caesar-chan. Yeah, it's so great. I love this, too, because this is great either way. Because he says, very nice, Caesar-chan. But in the subtitles, they wrote, very nice, (laughs) Caesarino. Which I think is a really interesting and fun way to translate Caesar-chan. Is if you don't want to engage with Japanese culture, Chan right. means nothing to you. But calling him Caesarino, I think, is a really smart translation. I love the way the Japanese just say Caesar. Shizu. Shiza. Uh, I'm in. I'm into it. And him saying very nice. So Shiza. Oh, we got we got some good English. In I was this in one. on that. We, do. we have double shock and very nice. Yeah. Uh, he gets pulled back up, and uh, everyone kind of chats for a bit. Messina is like, "Hey, Stroheim, uh, don't be a dick." And once again, Caesar is pulling Jojo out of a pit. Yeah. So this is what his training was for. Yeah, exactly. Pit friendships. (laughs) We then have maybe the greatest scene of the episode. Uh, Cars is falling towards the ground and he notices that he might land on some flowers. So he smacks himself so that he like pinball. I wrote like pinball. He smacks yeah. into like the gra- he smacks into the wall and then like slams like six or seven different ways. It's like Sonic the Hedgehog or some kind of super anime. Yeah, it's just the most badass. It is the most badass landing I think I have ever seen. And then he lands next to the flowers, and when he notices that he's avoided the flowers correctly, he then bursts out into laughter for a while. <laughs> It's amazing. He's just like, ah, ha, 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 like oh. they have like the sound effect. I have to imagine that's ha 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 in Japanese around him. Right. And then after he said laughing, he goes like, you know what, Jojo, that was pretty good. I'll give you today. <laughs> and just walks off. I love the pillar man, man. <laughs> like, you know what? You got me there, man. You bought yourself an evening. <laughs> They're the best nothing i'm gonna feel really sad when we have new villains in the future because they're not they're all going to be like serious yeah or they're not the pillar or men. something they're not going to be the pillarmen i love the pillarmen so much he just walks off he's like ah eh. i just love it i love it so much um and after that incredible scene we have a weird scene for jojo's a jerk so we're reminded that jojo only has five days left jojo cuts like basically a tourism board advertisement about the town they're in 
he talks about all the sports that are played there and this and that and that and this. Uh, he then notices a cat that he says seems too fancy for him. He tries to feed it a shrimp and it ignores him. And then he offers it salmon. And that does a thing where he's like, come on, reach the salmon. And when the cat stretches up all the way, he then like uh, trip kicks it. And is very cruel to a cat for like no reason. Yeah. But then in like a mini Pillarman kind of moment, he goes like, wait a minute. I'm not angry at that cat. I'm angry at myself and worried about the Pillarman. And I'm projecting. But he came to it too late. He wasn't self-aware enough to not do animal cruelty. Actually, you own cats. How did you feel about that? I didn't like it. He was a jerk to that cat. I guess because it was a cat, not a dog, though, he's not a complete villain in the JoJo series. Exactly. That's quite the statement. If it had been a dog, though, that that would have been the end of JoJo. Yeah, we canceled the podcast. Yeah, at least the end of Joseph. Yeah. But yeah, he he doesn't fully cancel himself with this cat scene. Cancel JoJo. Cancel JoJo. (laughs) Kick the cat. (laughs) Cancel JoJo. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness! I, I like his honesty after it, though. At least the bit yeah. where he's like, "Well, st- you know what? That wasn't a nice thing for me to do. I'm sorry, cat. I didn't even see. He didn't apologize to the cat, but he's like, that wasn't a nice thing. I'm yeah. just, I'm just on edge because I'm gonna die in like six days, five days now. Ed Cars totally wants to kill me. <laughs> yeah, he's he's having a time. Uh, the the team then like Lisa, Lisa, like, hey, get over here. Look at this thing. And they point at this hotel that's off in the distance. <laughs> that's like right next to them. <laughs> they just Look, happened to be eating on a balcony that overlooked it. I'm going to give them credit that they booked they booked that restaurant so they could have this pal. Well, I mean, and JoJo wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Probably what it was. Is he's like zoning out. Like everyone else is done eating and they're all having like, I think they noticed that like they were trying to do a planning meeting and his JoJo wasn't paying attention. He was dicking around with a cat. Right. Uh, they they pointed a, a really creepy looking hotel that's like completely boarded up, and they're all like, "Oh, that's totally Cars's hangout. Look at that. He's made that place totally vampire." Uh, and then Caesar and and Messina agree that like, "Hey, we should just attack, man. It's daylight. Let's just bash those windows in and f them up." And they're all kind of ready to go up, but Lisa Lisa decides like, "Hey, Jojo, how do you feel about this?" And he's like, "I don't like it. Cars is like five thousand years old, like." He's probably used to people trying to attack him during the day. That place has got to be hella full of traps. So let's not do this. It's probably mm-hmm. a bad idea. Let's fight him on our terms. Yeah. He's like, let's fight him on our terms, which is to be heavily disadvantaged and hope things work out. <laughs> fight him at night. He has no advantages at night. <laughs> uh, Caesar basically calls him a coward and Jojo then quote, quote Sun Tzu. Again. In honor of ACDC. Mm. And then I wrote, because it goes on for a while, he write, and I wrote, the boys fight. And it comes to a real big head when Caesar's like, we have to avenge our dead grandfathers. How can you just sit here? And Joseph's like, who cares about dead people? Don't die for the dead. That is very stupid. Uh, and he has completely forgotten what Caesar's whole brand is because then Caesar punches him. And uh, they have like a big punch fight until uh, Messina and, Le- and Lisa Lisa pull them apart. Uh, and then Caesar basically says, like, well, screw you guys. I'm going alone. And uh, as he's walking away, Lisa Lisa agrees with Jojo. And is like, you know what? You're probably right. That place is hella terrible. Hey, Messina, uh, try to go after him because uh, whatever whatever happens, don't let him go in there. Because uh, Caesar has announced that he's a Zappelli. So he has to go die like a Zappelli. He has to be as dumb as a Zappelli is what I wrote in my notes. Well, he had this like argument with uh, Jojo at the moment, or where Jojo's like, "Hey, but dude, 
calm, calm your jets, man. We, we got to think about this and not act irrationally. And his response is to scream at Jojo. I'm not irrational. I'll show you how I'm not irrational. I am. I will go get myself killed to prove how clean. Ah, Jojo does not deescalate the situation in any way. No. And in fact, he deescalates it so poorly that Lisa Lisa says, Hey, you triggered Caesar about its hidden past. And it's just, just like hidden past. He's a Zappelli. Like what hidden past can his dumbass have? And then the episode ends. Yep. Which would make me believe that the next episode is going to be a flashback. Well, it's, I think it's even called young Caesar or something. Yeah, it is. So can I be honest with you? Hmm. I don't remember what this hidden past thing is. Oh, well, we'll, we'll find that one out together. So I read this back in 2005. 2006 in like a day i read all of like part two in a day so it all kind of bleeds together this is why i'm enjoying this thing where we're like watching it slowly i have a guess that i don't think is me remembering i think that the same thing that happened to will happened to caesar who's will uh the original zapelli will william william a. Zapelli? I, thought, I thought baron was his name no that's his title he's a baron he was a baron yeah it was like zemo oh He's Baron Zappelli. I misread that one a lot. Yeah, his name is Will A. Zappelli. I completely forgot that his name is Will. I thought his first name was Baron. It, it feels wrong to call him Will, in all honesty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think that Will's son, slash Caesar's dad, accidentally or for some reason turned himself into a vampire and Caesar had to kill him. And he's really triggered about this whole vampire thing and really wants to put an end to it because of that. I think it somehow happened again. I could see that. I could be totally wrong. I have no guesses. You have no guesses? All right. I mean, I just assume it's, I mean, it's obviously vampire related. I wouldn't think it's Pillarman related. Yeah, it's got to be vampire. Well, the Pillarmen are new to the scene. Right. But, you know, anime is retconned what is current all the time. So who knows? <laughs> so these were definitely, man, you know what? Now that I said, I, I kind of felt on my head like, man, not a lot happened. But now that we've gone through it, it feels like a lot happened. This one was great, though. Like the last one, I don't feel like a lot happened, but in this one, it moved pretty quickly. And we had a whole fight scene that was just running and then falling down a pit. I, I, I don't, I can't put into words quite how much I enjoy that. That was what they did for fight time. I love it's, how clever it is. Yes. This is like, they, they, it doesn't have power levels. Like cars is stronger than Jojo. Like they, they already know that there's nothing they can do. So it always has to be like the fact that the fight is kind of won by him realizing like, oh, well, he won't break the stone. So I should just put it in front of me like a shield. You would think he could get around it though. Like he shows like that anime ninja precision with his blade. You think he could get around Jojo's pitiful human speed. I just, maybe he just wasn't expecting. It was just maybe admiration in all honesty. He's like, oh yeah. shoot, the caveman. He's like that idiot Jojo thought to do that. Good on him. Yeah, and then again, they were only falling for five seconds, so maybe that whole scene where he realized he was doing that lasted less than a second. Yeah. That's some good stuff. But yeah, it was clever, because that whole scene was them kind of... It was always like, I did this, well... It was almost like a playground fight on like elementary school between kids who were like, yeah. well, I have this, well, nuh-uh. I have this to counter that. Oh, God. It's like a kid version of that Sandman fight that he does in hell. <laughs> it's a bit because it was just a straight back and forth i outsmarted you like this and then jojo going no i outsmarted you this way 
I have a backflip. Well, I have a leg blade. Well, oh no. Because they had that moment during the pit where um where cars was like, well, actually no, sorry, Jojo was to cars, like, actually, I should be laughing because I have the upper hand now. It's so great. I love how human, uh, how humanizing the moments with Jojo are, where he's like, there's no way I'm gonna win this. Because he straight up couldn't. Like he realized that. I love that he's honest that he would not have won that straight up a fight with cars at that moment. Yeah, it's oh god. I just I'm just a big fan of how this season in particular is gone. And also we got a draw here. We don't really get draws in JoJo now that I'm thinking about it. No, you know, you have a point. Yeah, he got he got to live to fight another day. Or I guess I guess it depends on how you view the Whamu fight. Where Whamu just kind of wailed on him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess it depends on how you view that compromise at the end. Did he yeah. trick Whamu? Or did Whamu win and then consent to concede to doing something? That's a good point. I, at a certain point, I just kind of feel like they never outsmart the Pillarmen. They just charm them enough that the Pillarmen let them have something. <laughs> Everyone's a king, friend. Exactly. Everyone's a king. But I think it's like if he had asked for a year, Whamu would have been like, nah, and stepped on him. But if he, uh. he asked for a month, he's like, oh, that's really silly. A month? Okay. Oh, man. ACDC is so great. I wish... I man, you know, never mind. That would have been weird. Actually, no, he did. I was going to say he should have done his crying thing again while he was Susie DC, but he did totally make her cry real quick. It wasn't like when he was trying to, to trick uh, Caesar. Oh, the fake out. Yeah. Yeah. The fake out. It's not the kind of cry. I wanted weird ACDC crying, but <laughs> God, I I'm still, I'm just such a big fan of this show. This is, this is, I think it's a great adaptation. I think it, I think it watches really well. I got to give it credit. Yeah. I agree with that. So is there anything, any final thoughts you have for these two episodes? Um, I guess if I had to have one thing to say, uh, I want Lisa Lisa to do something cool. You're right. It has, we haven't really got to see her do a lot. She just feels cool without having done much yet. She hit Jojo with an oar and did gymnastics, which was pretty great. She had a fantastic intro. She has a really good presence. Like she, like there's no denying that her presence has been great. But you're right. So there hasn't been a lot of action from her. So I think I read on the JoJo wiki, which I check for music references because that's the easiest way to check music. So I'm not cultured. I don't know music. <laughs> um, but uh, I think it had said that uh, Iraqi wanted Lisa Lisa to be stronger, but because it was the eighties, his editor was like, she's a woman. And he had to like pull her back. So maybe she, maybe oh. she originally had more fights. I don't remember if she actually does end up having a fight or not in this. Seems to anachronistic see. to me. I don't, I don't know why. Well, the thing is, here's the thing. I remember she could be like the next Zapelli, where like I remember Lisa Lisa being really, really like she's the basis of Rose. I remember Lisa Lisa being super cool. And maybe she really doesn't have any W's, but she is so cool in theory that just time travel wise people just love her you're not wrong though like she is cool like she could probably get away without being anything affects she could be the uh the um piccolo of this series yeah oh yeah or she's just really cool and despite not doing a whole lot yeah oh piccolo gosh darn it yeah have you ever seen super no I know this is a jojo podcast but in Super, there's an entire fight where all Piccolo does is charge the beam cannon. 
but he can move now. So he's like dodging the whole fight, trying to charge the beam cannon. And that's supposed to be him being cool. They're like, look how clever he is. He's charging the beam cannon. And it doesn't pan out. Fuck anime. Gosh darn anime. But yeah, Lisa Lisa's great. Uh, do you have any final thoughts before we wrap up the book club? Um, I wish I could see more from our Rose slash Lisa Lisa too now. Yeah. That's it. Do you, do you stand Susie Q? is the best. Do I stand her? Do I do I ship her or do I stand her? What what is standing? Hold on. What is standing? Standing is where you're like, yeah, you're like a really big super fan of them. I'll go with that. Yeah, sure. I love Susie okay. Q. Yeah, she was enjoyable. I, I liked her. She seemed very human. She seemed very I, I'm definitely I would definitely ship her and Jojo. Yeah. I, I kind of hope that she's uh I know that he's gonna have a bloodline continue. I know there's more JoJo's and I know that they're gonna be related to him somehow. Yeah. <laughs> So either we have a long lost brother, which I don't think is Jojo's way to go. Yeah. <laughs> or he's got to settle down with someone. You don't think there's going to be like a God. I don't remember the name of any um, day daytime TV shows where it's like, and you're the father, like DNA test stuff. Like days of our lives kind of thing. Yeah. You're, or, you're trying to think of a soap opera or Jerry Springer. There we go. Uh, okay. I don't know what the modern day Jerry Springer is. But yeah, <laughs> you're the father, Joseph. Uh, all righty. Well, I'm excited to see where we're going. Um, it feels like we got a lot left, but I think that's going to, that'll wrap up pretty quickly because we are going to do a triple to wrap out the season. So we got it. We got a couple more of these rodeos to go. I'm looking forward to getting, I keep, I keep looking every time I load a new episode in Crunchyroll, I'm, I'm seeing how little space is left before the end of what counts as like the first two seasons. Yeah. Like I am shocked at how there's, there's not a whole lot to go, but this is still going to take us a couple weeks. Yeah. That's, isn't that nice? I got to say, I know this is like a podcast and all that, blah, 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 blah. I love the self-control this is forcing on us. It's been nice. And we're still, I think we're still ending at good moments too right now. Like this feels like a nice place to cut off. Yeah, I, I, I agree like Cars. We've bought ourselves a week to relax. <laughs> God, Cars is the best. Cars, Cars, ACDC, Whamu are also wonderful. Nothing, nothing's going to replace them, man. I'm going to miss them. I, I, I almost don't want JoJo to win this. Oh. <laughs> uh. Man, I'm looking forward to you seeing the other villains that are that are going to be coming the way. They can't be like, I, I know it's kind of a spoiler. I know one of them is coming back. Yeah, like it's just an internet meme that I can't avoid. It's impossible to avoid. That's and baked I, into culture. And I'm not looking forward to it, to be but quite honest. Yeah, but half the reason I wanted to start this thing so you can understand my pain, where no one's out there being like, "Bring back cars and ACDC and Whammo." They're the best. They're the best. No one is even close. They're the best there is. The best there ever was. Oh, God, I love JoJo. All right, well, we'll have more episodes of JoJo. We'll be doing uh, episodes, I believe, uh, 20 and 20, in the 20s. Man, 20 and 21 next week. That's exciting. I will see you then, Matt. All right, looking forward to it.